You're listening to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. My name's Mike and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. If you enjoy this, share it with your friends. If you don't like it, share it with people you hate. Coming up on this week's show... Tough one for you to say no to this, isn't it? It's going to make you look a bit of a prick. <laughs> no idea is a bad idea. Let's just, just brainstorm. <laughs> Apart from the thing that Baz said before about... Let's yeah, that, that was, that was yeah. one bad idea. Yeah. That, that, that was a bad idea. No other uh, idea is no- a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> no ideas are bad ideas apart from the idea Baz just came up with. Yes. Fair enough. I, I um, think I'm a good podcast guest. I, I work hard. I, I think if you're going to do it, put the effort in, do your research, get ready, go. And, and I think that is why I either become a presenter on a podcast or kill it. <laughs> um, so it's come to the point of the podcast... Um, much later on than it normally comes in a podcast, obviously because we've had much more to talk to you about um, than our normal guests, like Laurie. your brother and yeah. that. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like we didn't really have much to talk to him about. He died. It was, it was dry as anything until we got to his mildly controversial opinions. So, okay. um, so yeah, let's um, let's hear your uh, your mildly controversial opinions. What's your first opinion that you've got that will be um, uh, mildly controversial? Uh, pubs should have to give you know, you know how when there's building work being done they put signs up like saying planning permission has been applied for this or something like that pubs should have to give 14 days notice in writing of a pub quiz because <laughs> I like a pub quiz right? so do I I enjoy a pub quiz when I'm planning to go and do a pub quiz what I don't like is if you go to a pub and a pub quiz just happens while you're there, that's dreadful. Like, like because if you've just bought, if you're not doing the pub quiz, you've bought a pint, and then they go, right, quite ready, round one, and you've just got, fuck, you're just sitting there in silence. You're going to have a chat. But now, if you talk, you're going to ruin the pub quiz for everyone else. You've just got to sit there and go, oh, God, this is dreadful. Absolutely <laughs> dreadful. I left a pub not too long ago with my friend Dan Trelfer. We walked into a pub, and we left not because there's a pub quiz, but because we felt... It had the vibe that a pub quiz was going to break out. There were lots of people. In- <laughs> it was very busy for a Monday night. There were lots of people on tables together, like like quite quite like there was quite full things there. There was like there was always a stage in this pub. There was a stage of the mic, just a microphone and a chair set up. I thought, nah, this reeks of pub quiz. He goes, I know what you mean. Right, let's go. <laughs> Not, not, not I love it. that the the, the, uh, the the image that it's like it's getting a bit larry in here. I've I've got I've, I've got the feeling a, a, a pub quiz could break it, out. It had that vibe. Anymore. You know what I mean? You, you know pubs. You know the vibe. <laughs> Come on, lads. We've all had you know we've all had a bit to drink. We can yeah. all be friends. There's no need to compete against each other on general knowledge. Come on, lads. Calm exactly, down. Exactly. Calm down. Yeah, and obviously, if you're not a participant, you're in the background. Your your heavy whispering to each other gets shushed quite heavily, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. This is the thing. So, <laughs> it's like I, I also I'm also a side thing of that. I don't think pubs you should be allowed to reserve tables in a pub. Um, that's that's just another <laughs> random pub thing. I don't think it's. I think if you if you get there at twelve and you want to drink for twelve hours, you know, noon you want to drink till it closes, you should be able to do that. The worst thing is if you get a table, you think I'm going to have a nice session in this pub. You're there for hours with your friends, and then they come over and put a thing in. This is reserved for six. No, I've been sat here. You can't. You can't add that. Yes. <laughs> That's squatters' yeah. rights. Yeah, <laughs> don't, I don't mind if a pub has a restaurant area where they want to reserve 
tables, that's fine. But we're just people phoning up because they want to come down with five mates on Saturday night again. Yeah, you know, you were saying before about the um, that that thing where you it like you're in the pub and you've got to be quiet. Um, just reminding me of um, very quickly this. Um, I used to work for a, uh, a massive. Uh, multinational company in the marketing department and we got taken out in London for a Christmas do by the advertising agency. They wanted to show off so they took us to Ronnie Scott's, right? Yeah. I'm not, um, like, which is a massive uh, massive like jazz bar and all that kind of stuff. I'm not into jazz. I'm a, um, I'm a northerner, not really into poncy stuff. So um, I, they all sat down and said, right, um, while the act's on, if you can not talk, that'd be great. I was like, okay. So I'm sat having a drink, and then this, this woman comes up, starts singing her jazz stuff, and I just lean over to my mate and whisper in his ear. It completely inaudible to anybody other than him. The woman stops singing and says, I'm sorry, I'm pretty sure you were asked not to talk while the performance on. I was like... Well, I was only talking to him and I was wishing. She said, no. I was like, if I'm going to be up here singing, you're going to have the courtesy to sit and listen to me sing. And I was just like, okay, um, I'm not. I'm going to the pub next door. Okay, bye. Yeah. So I just fucked off. And I was like, no way am I just going to be sat in absolute silence in awe of this person singing music I don't like. Yeah, and just like no, I'm not having that. So anyway, that was just an aside. But along <laughs> the uh, 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 that, that's basically me saying that I feel your pain um, in terms of having to sit in a pub in silence is just absolute nonsense. And to, so this is the point where Baz and I decide whether the mildly controversial podcast endorse um, that. Well, that I'm, I'm ready um, for your judgments. And correct me if I'm wrong. Correct, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. That it was that pubs should have to. Give written notice for 14 days that there will be a pub quiz. Clearly signposted outside, so you, you cannot have it sprung upon you. I'm just going to be really bland here and say it's Robbie Knox, so yeah, correct. <laughs> you can't just say yes to everyone because it's Robbie. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know Will. But no, no, I, I'm absolutely, again, just uh, the, that was the reason that I, uh, I said the Ronnie Scott story, just because <laughs> yeah. I just think, like, there's nothing worse than being forced to be in silence in a pub. Yeah. I mean, there's no point going to a pub if you have to be silent. So, um, 100% approved. I was going to say, as a caveat, I'm a bit thick in quizzes, so I quite help. I quite like it if someone's whispering the answers to their friend because I'll pick up on that. <laughs> Excellent. I, I I will have to uh, I, I will have to um, confirm that Baz is pretty shit at quizzes because I did TikTok quizzes every Friday night for a long time, and uh, Baz was my regular standing. Super standing. If, <laughs> yeah, if uh, if someone pulled out at the last minute, and uh, yeah, now battered him every time. So, uh, <laughs> I just wanted to kind of continue that, uh, that that hurt for Baz even years beyond us stopping those TikTok quizzes so I wanted to carry that on <laughs> wonderful wonderful okay what have you got next Robbie we don't need the letter K and it's it's Ooh. the first letter of my surname and I don't I just don't <laughs> think we need it you definitely don't need it in your surname well, yeah I don't when do you ever need it when can it not be substituted with a C or just left out like, oh yeah, crack. You don't need the K. Do you know what I mean? It was, you still pronounce it the same way. I don't really think there's any need for it. I think we could trim down. Like, 25 letters is a much neater number than 26 in the alphabet. I think just don't think we need it. <laughs> I just, look, I mean, I, I, might, I, I might take it even further. There are other ones you don't need. 
is that um, in Welsh, there's no letter X. It's just a CS. It's the same thing. Well, that, that increases the number of letters in the alphabet, doesn't it? Yeah, but that's, nope. that's more no, than taking X out, Baz. No, I'm sorry to interrupt here, Robbie. I'm going to have to explain to Baz that the letters C and S actually exist at the moment. <laughs> and if you do take the X out of the alphabet, you can use two that exist at the moment. That's okay, what I'm yeah, I've got it's it Because like, the, the, the example is taxi. Taxi in Welsh and in Irish is T-A-C-S-I. But that's, that's why Wales has... You're adding letters into the word there. Like, I'm trying to make the word shorter. I'm trying to make it all neater. That's why Welsh place names go on for like 10 foot on the sides and stuff, because they haven't got enough letters. So they've gone too far. But the letter K, like, like Mike, um, if you were talking about the microphone in front of you, it would be M-I-C, and that works perfectly well. But <laughs> my name, if you sub... If you substitute the K with the C in my name, I become mice. <laughs> you do, but <laughs> on that case, we can trim it down even more. We can get rid of the E, and that's that's. There you go. That is yeah. Mike. <laughs> is that is Mike? Mike? Oh, yeah. I'm confused now. Yeah. So yeah, mice, mice, mice works for you as well. Though. Although I haven't said that. <laughs> Imagine how cool you'd be if you were called mice. <laughs> mice Baz Mike. on mice. Brilliant. Well, I have to say, with, with, with the graphics on your tour, wank with a C doesn't look as dramatic as wank with a K, does it? It's very good Only because we're conditioned to the word wank with a K. <laughs> exactly. with a C. But you'd, if it was written wank like that, you'd still understand it. Yeah, yeah there's, there's no confusion that that's once. Yeah, exactly, yeah. No. I, I do, however, love that you've um, you brought a bit of your, your brother's ethos into, uh, into the podcast. Well, talk about words and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Love it. <laughs> yeah, but he's got fa- he knows stuff. He's got facts and stuff. I'm just saying, let's just <laughs> let's just chop this down. We don't need so many letters. I can't I can't help thinking, uh, Robbie, that uh, the reason you think uh, the K is unnecessary is because the K in your name is unnecessary. Yeah, but I, I because I, it's yeah, silent for a start. It's silent, so K can quite often can, can be silent, or it can be easily swapped out for, for a C. I've never no one's given me an example of a word yet where it, it couldn't be dealt with, with without the letter K. Uh, I, I like, just did. But then we lose the E and it's fine. It's still it's still to be done. You just, you I like know. I like the fact if, as well that like um Mike's you want to shorten your name by getting rid of the K and Mike's now added the C S to make it four letters again. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think we've uh, the longer we've talked about this, we've watered down the impact of um, of of you wanting to get rid of the K out of the alphabet. So, uh, right, Baz, Baz, what are you saying? Are we getting rid of the K out of the alphabet? It's Robbie Knox, so yes. Okay. Um, it's yeah, yeah. I, I, I've got to say no because I don't want to be called mice. Uh, and I and I've got the casting. There's only this is the the, the floor in this system. There's only me and Baz, you see. So. And the flaw in that system is that it's one all. But I like I'm I'm the Simon Cowell of this operation, so I get the casting vote. Uh, you've got, you've got the golden balance. buzzer. So well, I've got, got, take, I've got, I'm it, disappointed, but I've got to respect the system. You've <laughs> got to take that one back home with you, mate. I'm sorry okay. about that. Fine, fine. What's next? Uh, this one, this one is personal uh, to me, and that is that men should wear skirts. I on the tour I, every night. I wore a skirt, and it's lovely. It's freeing. <laughs> it's brilliant. It feels nice. Uh, 
There's a nice air that comes up to you <laughs> if, you're, if you're outside. I, I, I cannot recommend enough that men wear skirts. Baz, um, clearly we need to go to you first on this one. Uh, so I'm a kilt wearer. Uh, nice. Um, as, as part of my kind of like being on uh, social media uh, with Americans, I've worn kilts in various uh, videos I've made. And I quite often get accused of wearing a girl's skirt by Americans because they don't understand that it's kilt. Um, obviously, I think seeing you on tour and and I think there's a certain confidence you have to have to wear a kilt. Um, yeah. I don't... I wouldn't per se wear one if I was going out in like town because I'm a bit worried about getting groped because I think there's a thing that happens when you wear a kilt in public that certain drunk women want to kind of get their revenge on you yeah, for their yeah uh, and and I so I've worn one I've worn one in Magaluf and I've worn one in um, in uh, Marbella and I've been groped on both occasions uh, not not that it's horrendous because but it's um, it does no, it's, I know so, yeah. my, my family from Scotland. I've got a kilt. I've worn for, since I was twenty-one, and I don't, I don't re-wear it in England. Yeah, Not, I, I don't wear it in general, but I would, I'd wear it to football matches. But I would wear it around in England because you get sexually assaulted, and it's not. It's not yeah, really exactly. acceptable. <laughs> it's, it's, if, 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 if men did that to women, which I know some people do, it would be. We'll be disgusted. Yep. They'll just go, oh, what's up there? Yes. What are you doing? Yeah, it's 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 mad. But um I like I would go I don't want to hide behind the kilt side of things. I'm not saying I'm not saying you are, I'm saying I'm saying I, yeah. I want I want skirts. I don't, I don't want to be getting people go, Oh, that's a kilt. Go, no, no, it's a skirt. I'm happily yeah. giving it. But I bought this, it's in men's skirt, although it is kilty in the way it does up. But yeah. Um but yeah, I think I think it's it's freeing and I think Gendered clothing isn't necessary. So that, that's quite interesting that you, you said you bought that as it, it was it was um, it was labelled a men's skirt. Yeah. So that that's interesting because it's kind of that's including a gender, but kind of undoing a gender at the same time. Yeah, it's. I bought it because I, it was adjustable and. It was as my first skirt. It was easier than going into Topshop and asking to try on a skirt from the girls' section because I yes. don't know because <laughs> I don't know what size I am in girls' skirts. Like, I know I can order things and stuff like that. <laughs> I just don't know. So I thought, okay, I'll go for something like this that it, it's modelled on a man. So I've got an idea of how it's going to look on a man. So sort of so that's how I went for it. But I certainly would in future buy skirts from um, probably online from women's store, stores. So, um, was the was the squirt, skirt? Um, <laughs> I know they said skirt. Then that's a very different thing. It's like we're not talking about that, by the way. Um, so the uh, the skirt was that bought specifically with the uh, with the tour in mind? No, it was before, it was pre day the tour. I'd said I'd said on the podcast on Happy Hour how much I wanted to wear a skirt, and every now and then. I've, I've had this feeling for ages. I like wearing my kilt. I've, I've thought this for ages. And every now and then something happens like David Beckham wears a sarong. And you think maybe yep. it's now and it doesn't happen. And then recently I was thinking, do you know what? It's been been a bit of momentum like Harry Styles wearing a skirt and hmm. a couple of other people. I can't remember who else. Sort of thing. And I was I was saying on there like, oh, I just I just want it to become socially acceptable. And as I say, well, why don't you just do it? I thought, do you know what? Yeah, I will. So one day I just turned up at the studio in my skirt. And, and at first of all, 
like, I, I had to get the train to, I wasn't going down to the class. I got the train down in and all that. And you are a little bit self-conscious. But now I just go out in it and no one says anything. No one cares. I, would, I tell you well, what was lovely as well. I walked, During the interval of our show in Ipswich, I went across. Uh, me and Stevie ran out the venue at half-time with Luke, the tour manager. We went and had a pint during the interval because I had a pub across the road. <laughs> so we had a pint during the show. And um, Jack's sister was stood outside the pub at the time having a drink. And she looked through the window. She'd seen us go in there and she looked through the window and she filmed on her phone. There was a guy sat at a stool looking at me. He was Googling men's skirts and looking through different ones like that. So I think it's people are it's working. It's working. And I know people you were, you go, were, they were literally spreading the word of yeah. uh, men's skirt wearing. I mean, yeah, I've had people come up to me and said they started wearing skirts because of me on Happy Hour. So yeah, bring it on. It's a similar but not quite the same experience um, during lockdown when I started wearing nail varnish. Yeah. And I had I had certain like men saying, "Why are you wearing nail varnish?" And I, and I literally said, that "I didn't realise it was sort of fixed to a gender because like we both yeah. male and females both have nails, so why why is it a female <laughs> thing?" The skirt is definitely the same thing because why is it fixed to a gender? It's just an item of clothing, isn't it? Exactly, and, and nail varnish. I think young people do, young men do wear nail varnish a lot more now. And well, my son will put on nail varnish. Or something. Yeah, not, can't wear to school. He quite likes it. And just, Fair enough. But yeah, I think all these things, there's no reason. And it's, I find it funny when you do talk to people who are threatened by this. Like, well, what, what's, what's the big deal? Well, the first time I wore a, a kilt in a video, um, someone came on and accused me of cultural appropriation. <laughs> so, I, so I literally said, well, let's just call it a, call it a skirt then. So uh, and we're all good. And that was the last I heard from him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah. D- does that then become gender appropriation? Oh, God, yeah, probably. <laughs> but let, let's call our trousers back, shall we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The, the women stole trousers off us centuries ago. It's time yes. for us to sk- yeah. steal skirts. I nearly said it's time for us to steal skirts <laughs> off women. I need to be very clear what I meant by that in context. It's Mike what sticking his hand up as his kilt, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We need to, we need to make sure. That, I mean, um, upskirting was um, was made illegal a couple of years ago. We need to make sure that upkilting is also. Yeah, I don't, I don't know whether the, I don't know what the law is regarding men, whether it's included in that. I hope it is, but who knows? But but and I think you're right, Baz. Is that um, you know, thankfully, um, men walking up and putting their hands up women's skirts, which might have been. Toler- I'm not going to say accepted, but tolerated in like the 80s or whatever, is thankfully now seen for being abhorrent and is is getting, you know, rightly, um, you, you know, is rightly um, seen as, as what it is. It's it's a sexual assault. But like you say, uh, a man walking out, because I've seen guys, I've been out in, in Scotland, seen guys wearing a kill and, you know, women, invariably pissed women, will put their hand up. Uh, up a kilt, so yeah. I, Baz, I think I think you need to front a campaign of um, <laughs> of rights rights for men to wear kilts or skirts, um, safe in the knowledge that they will uh, they will not be interfered with. Only hook a do with Robbie, that'd be great. <laughs> Wonderful. There you Wonderful. go. It's that. I'm pretty sure it started here. So, um, so Baz, I don't need to come to you and ask if you nah, think not that um, skirts should be like tough one for you to say no to. This isn't it. <laughs> <laughs> Make it like a bit of a prick. 
Bass is like, please don't take that. that. That's the kind of thing I've got. Do you know what I mean? It's like, people think I'm cool because I wear kilts. Nobody else should be allowed to wear them. Baz is cool. Yeah, no of course. Like, um, so, yeah, we were... Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, we don't need to go to Baz for his vote on that. And do you know what? At first, I was a bit unsure, but no, look, you've you've sold me on it. I thought that the skirt was for you was a um, not quite a gimmick, but I thought it was a a, a tour thing for on something. But now, uh, now you've uh, you've you've made it clear to me that it's no, this is a this is a thing that you. So you do, yeah. do you just wear it often? I, to be fair, I've I, I will wear it occasionally, but I I I have. I only have one, so I would take it off after the shows, generally. And the reason I wore it every night on the show is because we have a video at the interval, um, I don't know if you yes. saw when you are at the bar, that is a fake dressing room camera that we've pre-recorded. So I had to be wearing the same... You can see my legs in it, because I have a dressing gown on. Yeah. So I had to be wearing the skirt every time anyway. And, and, and it made, made sense for the show to have it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would wear it out. Yeah, definitely. And I would wear it out if he didn't have a show the next day. And I had a chance to wash it because I'm worried that someone spill something on it, and I'd be screwed. I'd, I'd, I'd wear it out. I wore it out in in Oxford. I wore it out in else various places around, around on the tour. If I didn't have a show the next day, I'd just wear it. Well, having having seen you in person, I think you uh, you carry it off extremely well. I'm not even going to lie. Thank you very that. much. Thank you. Yes. I think so. So, uh, look, my vote is that absolutely. I uh, I think it is a, um, and I don't think it needs to be one of those things where like all clothes become like gender neutral and things like that. I just think we can be specific on this and just say, I mean, that is a thing, but yeah. also that I, I think we can be specific and and say that skirts it should be okay for a man to uh to wear a skirt i think was that was that you say i mean you what it, it was something yeah. like that wasn't it i don't want to I, I don't want to um misquote you i said men should wear skirts obviously men should wear whatever they want but men should feel comfortable that they can wear a skirt if they wish i think that's a better way of saying it rather than like the first way you said it sounded like men should be forced to wear skirts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i can like, check them out only if they want to yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, let's go again. So we got some more then. Mine's this one's going to be um, less of a slam dunk, I think. Offside in football should be a straight red card. Whoa! <laughs> because I'll be totally honest, I don't know a lot about some of the rules in football these days. I always hmm. used to, but I think it's become unnecessarily complicated. I genuinely do not understand if something is offside or not. And I've never felt that in my life until now. I don't know if it's a handball or a penalty anymore. I don't yeah. get... I've, I know people say silhouette and they explain this to me. I don't... I cannot tell you, though, what... How, how it works. And I don't know why it's got to this stage. And like, like I was watching in the World Cup and um, I think it was with my wife and, and she said, is that a penalty? And I said, don't know. I genuinely don't, <laughs> genuinely don't know. Whereas before I would have gone, I think so. Absolutely I don't, don't understand don't. the rules of I the just, sport I love I, anymore. I, I just don't know. I've worked on a football TV show for seven years and I have not got a clue what the offside rule is anymore. Sort of thing. And there are people who go, I've had it explained to me. I've worked on it. I still could not tell you. And I think most people can't because VAR and football pundits, whose job it is to watch this, often have conflicting opinions on this and they've all watched the same footage. So it's not clear um, now. 
So I think, well, we might as well just make it a bit more, make the game a bit fun if we're putting mental rules in. Let's just say, if you're offside, straight red, off you go, pretty match bad. <laughs> be brilliant, wouldn't it? It'd be fun. There'd be, there'd be certain players that would just, they'd be on three match bands uh, every game. Well, you, you, you never, yeah, you're never going to have, it's going to get rid of all that worry about VAR and all that stuff because people are going to stay like well on side. You know I mean, you're going to have three meters <laughs> on, on the defenders sort of thing. It's good. You're going to have two teams of players staying in their own half, so they can't be, so they can't ever be offside. That's yeah, what's I mean, going to happen. So, so, yeah, so so I mean, controversial. I'm not expecting it to get in, but I thought. Oh, I'd, but, I'd well, so. yeah, we'll, we'll have a conversation. But I, I think um, the, the the red card thing. We'll we'll come to that. I think that's uh, that's uh, that's that's some uh, some punishment for it. But I just think um, I do think the offside rule just needs to be more straightforward. And it's just if anybody is in an offside position when the ball goes forward, there, even if they're on the other side of this whole interfering with play and it's a different phase. And it was like, no, if if somebody's in an offside position, then. It doesn't matter. You, you, you're offside. Doesn't matter if you're on the other side of the pitch. Doesn't matter if the balls come back and all the confusion around it and stuff. It just no. I I I don't get that. I don't mind if someone's walking back and they're clearly not doing anything. But if someone's if someone's running forward, then fair enough. I quite liked it when there was daylight. Was the rule, wasn't it? If you could see daylight between yes. someone, that was simple yeah. to understand. It worked. I don't know why they're changing it all the time for the sake of it. I think it's got to this stage now where with uh, with VAR that someone's hair is offside and that just makes yeah. it ridiculous because uh, surely surely that's not sort of changing the sort of advice that they have over the defenders. And when they brought in, I, I hate VAR more than anything. It's really, I watch very little football now, largely because of it. Um, I'm very, very little Premier League football. Um, and when they brought it in, they said it's going to be used to to fix clear and obvious errors. These aren't clear and obvious errors. These are measuring out someone's fucking elbow or something like that. It's it's yeah. Yeah, so yeah. far away from what it's supposed to be. And it's the only sport that's messed it up. It works in cricket, having replays. It works in tennis. It works in rugby. It's not, they haven't done it. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like one of those approaches where you get a couple of challenges. If you can challenge something, you're on the bench. And if you... Yeah. Each half, you might get one or two challenges. And if you... If you... Um, Use it, and you get, and you're correct. You get to keep it. But if not, you lose your challenge. Like, yeah, oh, I think that'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. At the minute, it's just players can't celebrate properly because they have to they have to sit there and wait to find out whether or not something's happened, and then and then say so like you then lose a bit of that urgency, you lose that excitement. I hate it. That's that's far. Mine's more about offside. <laughs> Yeah, so 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 far as an easier that, that that's more of a yeah. shoe in, but the um, but the whole thing of a red card for offside it'd certainly make um, football more um, more jeopardy. Yeah, in uh, in football, yeah, it'd make it more exciting. Um, but I think, like from a like you say, from a VAR point of view, because what is offside and what isn't offside is so yeah. convoluted now. I think the, uh, the 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 red card seems a bit. I'll tell you one thing. While we're on football, we don't often talk about um, football, um, but one thing that really irritates me about football is the um, play a referee playing advantage, right? Oh. Because if the if if there's if there's a foul or something like that, a referee will say you've got the ball. That's advantage. It's like no, 
advantage for me is not having the ball in my own half. The advantage for me is having nobody within 10 yards of me and me being able to lump the ball with nobody in front of me into the box where I can cause a threat. Not, I've got my back to goal and I'm taking my... I'm taking the ball back towards the goalkeeper. And they just say, yep, play on, you've got the ball, play advantage. That's not an advantage, that's a disadvantage, me going that way. But it can be an advantage to have, to not have the defenders back in their position and them lined up in their, in their two blocks of four, sort of thing, midfield defenders, something like that, I guess. So you, yeah, but- you've got that, that sort of breakaway opportunity. Yeah, no, no, the breakaway, 100%. Yeah. Like, advantage should be a thing. But yeah. referees just immediately saying you've got the ball, that's advantage to you. Yeah, it's Maybe just like you, sh- you see you see it all the time, and it's just like this isn't an advantage. You know, like I'm literally taking the ball back towards my goalkeeper with somebody right behind me, and I've got somebody literally right behind me challenging for the ball. Now, that's not an advantage. An advantage for me is I'm not like nobody's allowed within ten yards of me. Maybe you should be allowed to pick. The player can like if the referee shouts like advantage, you go no. And stop or something, yeah. and I get a free kick. No, you know, it should or, be. Like in, yeah. in rugby, like, you know, when you catch the ball in rugby, you can either play on with it or you can, yeah, that can, mark you, can you not just kind of, yeah. yeah, you can say, yeah. oh, that's a mark or something. There should be. Like, Robbie, I think we're rewriting. Uh, re- okay. do, do you know what? I wasn't sure about the red card thing, but because you've agreed with me on that one. We'll lump uh, them all in together. We'll, put all say, these, yeah. just, we'll just say the rules need a big rewrite. Exactly, and, and, and the three of us are going to rewrite them all. So it's it's, it's passed. It's gone through. Like it's it, it's accepted. Also, also so while we uh, are rewriting the rules, can we get rid of the fact that there has to be a minimum number of players for for the game to be like abandoned? Oh, so yeah. if you're handing out red cards for offside, can we get it down so it doesn't matter anymore? We just keep going oh. until there's literally two goalkeepers left. Uh, yeah. Well, it might not be the goalkeepers. Well, not, yeah, not, that yeah. a goal, not that a goalkeeper can be offside. Is often offside. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember a goalkeeper being offside. But um, but no, if it, you know, if and I yeah, I think you're right. I think if it's if it's two on two on a 110 meter by 60 meter wide pitch or whatever it is, imagine how knackered they're going to be. What I want to be even better, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> and while we're at it, let's get rid of goalkeepers on the bench because it used to be so good in the 80s and, and early 90s when, when you'd get a goalkeeper sent off and you had to have some outfield player just try and play in goal. It was brilliant. I miss that. <laughs> But some of them have been brilliant. Like, I remember, like uh, Rio Ferdinand was yep. really good, and yep. I think John O'Shea did it once. And you know, it's like that's that. Yeah, yeah. that's what you need, isn't it? Yeah, also, okay, that that one as well. Like brilliant. And also, <laughs> while we're on the subject, can can we have like when it goes to extra time, you just keep playing till somebody scores. Let's not have any time. Just keep playing till somebody scores. No, oh. I'm against. <laughs> I didn't like because they had golden goal for a bit, didn't they? I didn't like that um, because it did, that just think, sent everyone so defensive. It was, and I remember in the World Cup when when Italy went when Italy conceded, they'd been playing so defensively all tournament, and I was thinking, yeah, I know they're now out, but I'd rather I want to see when what they're like as a team when they have to attack. I want to see how they react to this, yeah. not just sort of end. I didn't like that, and I do like penalties. I know everyone goes, "Oh, no one wants this." I want it. I love it. Love it. Yeah, I love penalties. Not, uh, I don't like being. Um, I mean, penalties are only good if you if you care who wins. Penalties are only good if your team wins. Obviously, yeah. Oh, obviously, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. but dull get dull games. You couldn't give a shit who wins. All of a sudden, turn into brilliant games when it goes yeah. to penalties. <laughs> yeah, everybody. I would watch a penalty shootout with like, you know, 
Empoli under twenty ones or something in uh, in Italy or something. Penalty shootouts are brilliant. Yeah, yeah, they're great. So sorry, Baz. It, it kind of makes you wonder. That we should have a league where there's no football; it's just penalties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm up for that. I'm up for. I'm up for. Let, let's. Let's. No idea is a bad idea. Let's just just <laughs> Apart from the thing that Baz said before about like yeah, that, that was that was yeah. not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> that that, that <laughs> was a bad idea. No other uh, ideas no- are bad ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no ideas are bad ideas apart from the idea Baz just came up with. Yes. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, beautiful. <laughs> okay. My my final one. Um, did they get accepted that one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it did once we lumped in all the other Fine. rules of football we wanted to change. Yes, wonderful. <laughs> My final one is, and I'm not particularly patriotic. I think Britain, in many ways, is quite rank at the minute. <laughs> but I do. With a C, there are two things. With a C, yeah, that still works. Um, but there are two things I think <laughs> Britain lead the world in: breakfasts. I think the, the filling is is incredible. Or the full Scottish, um, full Welsh. I was in um, Swansea the other day. The full Welsh didn't have cockles in it though, so that's that one maybe doesn't quite get in. Um, but the other thing <laughs> that I think Britain rules the world in, and I think every other country should have to adopt, is our plugs. Britain oh, yeah. has the greatest plugs, or the UK has the greatest plugs around. And 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 yep. I and they're there. If you get American, you probably think that's not safe. It's doing this sort of thing. So and I've done prep. Yeah. I've got. I'm, I'm so proud of British. I've got some facts for you about British plugs. I would like to tell you. So you know, the prong design, like standard US grounded plugs, the UK wall plug has three prongs. Design of these prongs makes it nearly impossible for you to shock yourself accidentally. Unlike in US plugs, half of each prong is coated in insulation because of this. Even if the plug is not fully inserted in the socket. Touching the exposed part of the prongs can't give you a shock. One nil to our plugs. <laughs> Two, socket design. Any kid with a fork or screwdriver can light his hair on fire in the United States by jamming it into a wall socket. Not so in England, where it would take two screwdrivers to manage the same trick. The UK plug is designed so the grounding prong is slightly longer than the prongs responsible for transferring current. Like a tumbler in a lock, the grounding prong is responsible for unlocking the socket giving access to more danger, dangerous live and neutral terminals. Yeah? Built Absolutely in fuses, brilliant. anyone? Built in fuses? <laughs> this is what people tuned into our podcast are here. Yeah. During World War II, a copper shortage resulted in British government putting fuses into every plug instead of wiring them directly. You, although the built-in fuse adds bulk to the UK plug design, it's also safer. In the case of unexpected electrical surge, the fuse simply blows and the electricity shuts out Preventing fires, electrocutions, and other accidents also makes UK plugs easier to fix. And finally, as you'll be here to know, because I've talked a lot about plugs, <laughs> circuit design. There's the wiring inside the plug itself that is extremely intuitive. It's been thoughtfully designed so that if the plug is tugged and the wiring frays, the live and neutral wires are the first to become disconnected, where the grounding wires, the ones responsible for preventing human electrocution, to come into contact with the circuit are the last to fray. So they're not just more sturdy, they have loads of great qualities to them. Go on, try and come at me and get plugs in. Disagree with that one. <laughs> Do you know what, Robbie? I'm just 
you know, we we we've had we've had a lot of guests come on with their uh, their mildly controversial opinions, um, and but I'm I, I'm I'm yet to see one that has done as much research and planning and um, compelling a, a compelling a case for Thank any. You. So that's you know you you should you should be very proud of yourself. He says I, in a very patronising way, but you should. Um, you should. I'm also very proud of you. I I um, think I'm a good podcast guest. I I work hard. <laughs> I, I think if you're going to do it, put the effort in, do your research, get ready, go. And, and I think that is why I either become a presenter on a podcast or kill it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's find out how this. So, um, I, I look. I I I I don't think there's there's any doubt at all. There is the buzz. This is this a hundred percent. I'm, uh, I'm sticking with my uh, the thing I've done all the way through. It's Robbie Knox, so yeah, he's passing. Hundred percent. That is look like that is absolutely um, accepted. That um, that UK plugs are better than all plugs. And do you know what? Even if I wasn't convinced originally, uh, the amount of preparation and uh, time and effort you've put in that. Um, then that deserves uh, that deserves it to be accepted. But your final one there is hundred percent endorsed uh, by us uh, by us both. Um, and look, um, that uh, you you said before that um, you either become a uh, a co-host of a podcast or you kill it. Um, I'm pretty sure you've not killed this podcast. So. Um, Baz, See you Monday. Um, you know you're going back to work in a bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, oh. You know, we, we said we had to record a bunch of podcasts to cover while you're at work. Might not need to, mate. Um, well, we'll have a chat later. I'm anyway. just, just going to point this out now. There's nobody else with, like, on the, on the drop of hat and go, yeah, I'll be there at half eight because someone's dropped out. Just yeah. saying. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's it. That's that's. That's the thing. And then what's going to happen is, what's going to happen is now, I'll then say, I don't want to do this, and Baz is now going to get angry with you, and that's what's going to kill the podcast. <laughs> Either that, or Robbie's going to take over as co-host, and I'll still ring you when Robbie can't make it, and <laughs> yes. say, Baz, can you do it at the drop of a heart? And you go, yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> and on that bombshell, that is where we will leave it for this week. So before we go, um, we need to say thank you so much, uh, Robbie. Uh, for being on i've had a great time really appreciate um you giving up your time to do this for us um but also um what i would uh like to offer you is the opportunity to um to plug and flog whatever you want what what, what you, how can people find you what do you want them to go and watch uh, they they can use the internet if they really care <laughs> I've got a YouTube channel. It's just Robbie Knox. You can put Robbie Knox into Instagram. I'm now verified in case there's any weirdo trying to impersonate it, which seems quite a stretch. Um, I don't really use <laughs> Twitter because it's rank. Uh, just, I just, I wouldn't bother. Just, just <laughs> can I, can I just say before uh, you close, Mike? Uh, it's really obvious that you've um, that you've that you've been on television and that you've uh, done podcasts because this has been so much easier. I said I, I said uh, in a when we announced you were coming on that you were probably the first guest that people outside of TikTok and Instagram had heard of. To which, like Mike, had to defend all the other people that we've had on the podcast since <laughs> or before you. So uh, 
it, it, it was very different to that badge. You, you said this is the first genuinely famous person we've had on there. And, um, and Robbie, do you know what Baz's basis for that was? His wife had heard of you. There we go. <laughs> I'll do. I will say Laurie's got about 500 times more followers than me. So yeah, this is my family. But genuinely, my wife had heard of you. So, yeah. Yeah, irrelevant. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Baz's missus had never heard of Laurie. She's heard of you, so you yes. are officially more famous. Anyway, that, 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 you know what? That Baz's misses knowing who you are trumps your little blue tick on Instagram, mate. <laughs> yeah, done. I've changed my bio to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so famous, Baz's misses has heard of me. <laughs> yeah. Look, Robbie, I've had such a good time. I really appreciate yeah, you um, spending time with us. And giving us the um, the benefit of your uh, mildly controversial opinions. Um, that's where we'll leave it for this week. Thanks uh, again, Baz. Thanks, Robbie. And um, you know what to do, people. Um, don't forget to do all the subscribe shit. Like, subscribe, share. Do all of that kind of stuff. That'll do. <laughs> Brilliant. That was, that was fun, guys. Thanks for that. I really enjoyed that. I appreciate um, you coming on to me on our little podcast. It's just so exciting. It's not going to be little for for long. I mean, it's 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 little compared to um, the one he's normally on. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm trust me, when, when it's not literally, but I'm getting replaced. It's <laughs> <laughs> by Robbie. <laughs> That's showbiz. That's showbiz, fans. This is the, the, the this is this is basically this has been um, R- Robbie's audition from when this podcast gets too big for you, Buzz. <laughs> that, that happened about two years ago to be fair <laughs> thanks everyone for listening and we will see you next time Mike yeah do you think anyone's still listening I don't know probably not if they are where can they find us thanks for asking Baz that's a great question the best way to find us is to go to the website at daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast and the links to everything are there.